going into the new year, I let her know, like, yo, I can't do this no more. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, man. It's too much. I got to get back to focus on me, me and focusing on my podcast, focusing on what got me to this moment before I met you. Boom. She accepts that. Life goes on. Life is cool. Okay. I text her here and there. She texts me here and there. We both care about each other. I ain't no savage ass nigga. Mm. I care to see the girl be happy. I care to see her live and, and go find a nigga that truly love her. Mm. Advice, ladies. Mm. True advice. Get you a lame nigga and build him up. Stop trying to turn me into your fucking Superman. Right. I'm not that. We tried to tell you from the beginning. <laughs> I'm not that. <laughs> I'm just a good dude with amazing personality. You're going to love me. Everybody love me. From what you've gathered so far based upon the details, mm-hmm. what would you... What, what would you say happened? Well, like, what, what can you piece together based upon what you gathered, the information you gathered so far? Another Juice World situation. Mm. Being too young, being naive, mm. not understanding the big picture in the moment. Mm. Maybe being too faded in the moment, not even realizing he posted his address. Right. Um, if this happened in any other state, maybe I would say outside of New York because that's home and home is always waiting to catch you slipping. Just because it's Cali, I can just say maybe this was a random robbery. Niggas are that thirsty. They'll pull up in the hills and try to come find you, especially if what you posted hours before was at least 20 grand in your man's hand. So it's not random then. One thing I want to take from this situation and venture off to is... um. Yeah, take responsibility on your social media, man. Uh, I know a lot of us ain't got that level of clout, and he was just getting on. And, you know, when we post shit, and, you know, us local motherfuckers and our fake to thousand to $2,000 chains and our, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Our, our uh, fucking, you know, bullshit, the $30,000 vehicles we right. own and right. our $100,000 $200,000 cribs we just purchased and shit. Right. Even in those moments, man, watch who the fuck you posting to. Because at minimum, at minimum, all these niggas is going to do is try to find something negative. To say about what the fuck you just posted. Right. They might not type it in your comment section, right. but they thinking it. Um, and they might be talking to somebody else about it. Yeah, definitely. could be plotting. You never know who's plotting on you, man. Um, now let me ask you this, as far as the Kobe Goat conversation, just real quick. Okay. Will Drake ever surpass Jay-Z? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I don't care what he does. He can do 
everything perfect from here to the day he dies. Will he ever pass Jay-Z to you? My heart is telling me no. And that's why I say Kobe can never be the GOAT. I'm done leading women on, man. Woo! <laughs> I'm retired. Man, I'm out the game. So what you gonna do now? Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna be straightforward. I think I've, I've reached that level. Word. Straightforward. I'm like my true, 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 genuine intentions. And if you ain't with it, fuck it. Word. Um, I'm coming off of back-to-back -back situations where women wanted relationships. Mm -hmm. And the shit is getting old already. Every woman I've dealt with in the last year, not year, everyone I've dealt with in the last seven to eight months has resulted in a woman wanting a relationship. Before this, I didn't have women that wanted relationships. I don't know what the fuck has changed, what the fuck has happened, why the fuck this is going on. I used to just drop dick and go on about my day. See, would you be really ready for a bitch to let you know? Yeah, I feel like I would too, cause I'd be like, I ain't bad. I don't got a heart, but fuck it, I'm paid. These <laughs> bitches don't like, they, I mean, saying women don't think how we think. <clears throat> and we in the age 2020, I know this shit sounds like, oh, I know I got trust issues. Mm -hmm. And, but it's not necessarily just trust issues, cause it's like, yeah, I know I'm doing, but it's like, regardless, boom, 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 like it's the reality mm -hmm. of it. It's like the re. I'm a realist. Mm -hmm. Why be some old optimistic? Oh, my bitch is never doing anything. Exactly. Never at any time. I'm exactly. like, oh, I got the perfect woman in the motherfucking world. Mm -hmm. All right, nigga. You getting played like multiple times a day, boy. Stupid. Yeah, it's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one. Of those fire ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo. And this is episode 52. I'm bike. Send the Addy, we gonna slide. This episode, man, fuck this episode. Let me just start off by letting y'all know, bro. It's been a long, long break. I actually counted the weeks I took um, took off from you, you motherfuckers. Uh, it's been seven weeks since my last release. And like I said in the episode, man, I took this break on purpose. Uh, I had pretty much hit a wall with the way my schedule and my life was going and the podcast. And I could have kept going. I really could have. I wasn't really that drained. It was just I had felt like I had mastered what I was doing. and But at the same time, I wasn't getting the results that I expected. And I guess that's due to impatience. I guess that's due to uh, high expectations. I don't know honestly what it was, but I just hit a wall where I was just like, yo, fuck it. 
I'm not quitting, but I, I need to take a step back and I guess at minimum re-humble myself, re-energize the hunger. So uh, yeah, that's why I took this nice long break, but I'm back. I'm better than ever. I got some plans cooking up in the future as to how uh, I can take this podcast to the next level. I truly took a step back and reassessed everything. And for the ones who's been here and the ones who's been waiting on me and the ones who plan on going into the future with me, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I truly got a vision to how we can get this motherfucker to like take over the globe. You with me? You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, episode 52, bro. I linked up with the homie Mark. You already know what time it is. Um, This is one of our strongest episodes. This is one of our longest episodes, man. I want to guesstimate and say this episode is going to be a good two hours and 30 minutes, I think. But uh, I haven't done any podcast editing in a very long time, so I really can't guesstimate that shit accurately. Uh, Episode 52 starts off with a Pop Smoke tribute. Um... Being that I was gone for so long, I kind of missed the Juice World. I kind of missed the Kobe Bryant death and uh, pretty much everything that's been going on in the last 60 days. Uh, we kind of caught up on all of that in this episode. And uh, within this episode, we also went off into uh, my fuckboyness and my uh, issues I have uh, with the world and my trust issues and all this other shit. And we got into that and how I'm pretty much done with uh, leading women on. I'm pretty much done playing with women's heart. I'm pretty much done playing with women's emotions. Women are powerful creatures. And uh, I truly believe it's been like I really reassessed this shit in the heat of the moment and came to the conclusion that this is my karma. This is what's holding me back from going to the next level in life is fucking with women. Because, you know, if you ask me at the end of the day, I truly could tell you that God is a woman. So, yeah, man, I'm on a different path when it comes to how I deal with women, how I treat women. I always was a, I always was a respectful man towards women. And you can hear that in the episode as I talk about my mom and how I was raised by my mom and all that, etc., etc. But I'm truly on a, a new wave as far as how my approach with women. I'm, I'm, I'm done thinking I'm a player. I've never been one. That wasn't who I was originally, and, you know, I kind of got caught up in the hype of Robbie Dean, and I'm here to let you know that shit is dead and gone, and I'm moving the fuck on. Plus, this shit is just, it's a lot of time wasted, man, that could really go back into NBA. So, bottom line, man, I'm done playing with women and women's emotions and women's time. I'm just focused on me 2020. I'm really trying to take this shit to the next level. I'm rambling. This is a two-hour episode and there's more than enough content for y'all to listen to. So I'm not finna talk y'all head off in this intro. Just know that I missed y'all motherfuckers. I thought about y'all motherfuckers. And I never was gonna quit on y'all motherfuckers. But I definitely needed to take a mental break to reassess everything. Uh, other than that, man, episode 52 is fire. You already know. Uh, episode 53, I'll be right back with it. Pow, 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 pow. Word to Deontay Wilder, nigga. Right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand. I'm coming right back with it. Uh, episode 53 will be more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Follow my Instagram, man. I'm about to step my shit up this decade. Follow my Instagram. Fuck my Facebook. Fuck my Twitter. Fuck all that. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And uh, like always, like always, like always, baby.
like my shit, uh, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit, like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. Man, I miss this shit. I'm out. Check. Okay. My check. All right, man. It's been a minute. And it has. It has. And, um. Oh, 90 seconds. It's been a hell of a, uh, little break I've taken. Mm-hmm. We even recorded an episode I ain't put out. And that's cool. The Bean episode. The Bean episode. We're gonna revisit the Bean. Um. This episode was random, off the wall. We planned it yesterday. Episode 51, Gym vs. Surgery, dropped January 3rd. That was a great episode, by the way. I appreciate it. I got um, a lot of insight on uh, on uh, the whole surgery, uh, uh, weight loss surgery, as she stated. Yeah, the band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, January 3rd, it's been... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks. Ooh. I've been on vacation. Today is the 19th of February. Uh, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling amazing. I'm feeling at peace. Mm. I'm feeling uh, rested. Mm. I'm feeling the hunger coming back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I took a step back. I even deleted Facebook. Oh, wow. Got away from the hood, local shit. <laughs> and it's felt very, 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 very good, man. I really didn't think I could step away from you niggas, but you niggas are shit on Facebook. <laughs> I'ma just throw it out there. Facebook, wow, bro. And I do not miss y'all. At all. <laughs> but I do miss the moles that keep curving me. Yeah. Um, this episode started as a random pull up and I had got home from kicking it with my thing, went to sleep at about five, six, seven in the morning and I woke up again at noon, getting ready for the gym. First thing I wake up and get on my phone, look at my phone and the first thing I see is Pop Smoke died. Pop Smoke is dead. Pop Smoke got killed in his Hollywood home mm. at 20 years old, mm. 1999 to 2020. Wow, that's crazy. The thing that everybody keeps saying fucking with their head is they see that 1999. They think, what, the 90s babies niggas is crazy? Is that- to see 1999 through 2020. That's just a crazy thing to see somebody die that young. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke wasn't the greatest rapper of all time. Mm-mm. To me, I always, I didn't even consider him a, a rapper. I considered Pop Smoke a vibe curator. Mm, that's a good uh, description. And I think that's where a lot of these rap babies are going into this right. new millennium or whatever the hell you call 2020 decade, whatever. Mm. Um, Pop Smoke was a lit individual. Um, I fucked with Pop Smoke. I used to talk about him at work to everybody because niggas at work are some southern country niggas and they hate hearing about northern rap. Right. Um, did you fuck with Pop Smoke? To an extent. I, you know, I wasn't like a huge fan of his, but uh, I could appreciate his music for sure. Pop Smoke was in the hills again. Now, the details that have came out, uh, what was it, 12 o'clock today, this broke, 
Um, right now it's 9 p.m. So far, the details they have that he went on his story and he was showing some Armani packages he got. A Miri, my bad. A Miri. A Miri jeans, you know, niggas talking about a Miri. Uh, on his Amiri package was his address. Oh, he showed it on his live. And he just wanted to show that Amiri was looking at him because they said two pop smoke. That's all he wanted to show. Oh, wow. But it ended up showing his address. Later that evening, Pop Smoke threw a little gathering at his uh, rented place in the hills. We're not going to say his house. It was a rented place. All these rappers rented. So ain't no shot there. Um, they said... Within 10 minutes of the last person leaving the house and them dead boat in the lock, the robbery occurred. Hold on, who dead boat? Somebody dead boated the, the lock? Yeah, like he. Oh, he, like when the last, last person, person left, left he, he locked dead, the house. He locked, this shit up, he locked the house down. And it happened 10 minutes after that. 10 minutes later. Hmm. I don't have any other details about the situation. Um, I expect a lot more details to come out and then. Um, Next few days, hours, minutes, etc., etc. One thing, you know, the internet loves playing detective when shit like this occurs. Indeed. Um, the thing that they're all saying is his boys set him up. Very possible. Now, his boys have already got on the internet and said this is bullshit. Right. We seen bro from day one come up. One nigga even said, my mother is his mother. You crazy as fuck if you think I did this. You know what I'm saying? So, talk is cheap. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. talk is real fucking cheap, man. That shit don't mean nothing. So, from what you've gathered so far, based upon the details, mm-hmm. what would you, what what would you say happened? Well, like, what what can you piece together based upon what you gathered, the information you gathered so far? Uh, another Juice World situation. Mm. Being too young. Being naive, mm-hmm. not understanding the big picture in the moment, mm-hmm. maybe being too faded in the moment, not right. even realizing he posted his address. Right. Um, if this happened in any other state, maybe I would say outside of New York because that's home and home is always waiting to catch you slipping. Mm-hmm. Just because it's Cali, I can just say maybe this was a random robbery. Niggas are that thirsty. They'll pull up in the hills and try to come find you, especially if... What you posted hours before was at least 20 grand in your man's hand. So it's not random then. Uh, and that's the thing. You mentioned the, how you got off Facebook earlier, mm-hmm. social media. Yeah. And you talked about Juice World, these young niggas, all this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, whether Juice World was on social media like that or not. But that, that, that's like, that's something, that's like an epidemic, so to speak within the younger generation is that they go and even the older people are starting to do it too because they realize that's what everybody pays attention to is these social media platforms uh but hove ain't going on fucking you don't know Instagram. where hove is yeah you don't know where you'll he is. never know where he is you don't never know where he is diddy you don't necessarily know where he is but you know what i'm saying he'll post some shit like you know they're not telling you what's going on. Yeah, they're not telling you everything that's going on. Then he might post some shit and then, but like, you know, and then he'd be fucking a long ways away from wherever he just posted that shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And, and also, <laughs> Pop Smoke, he a young nigga, man. Very. 20 years old. Right. 
there's a lot of young people around him. Like, young people are hungrier. They're more reckless. You know what I'm saying? The people that's involved with in, in Jay-Z's camp, if they really want to hurt Jay-Z, they're going to do it financially. They're not going to kill that nigga because they know that he provides a lot of money. Pop Smoke, he... He wasn't. He wasn't famous. Like he wasn't famous. He wasn't Jay Z famous. He was just coming he was up. Just coming up. <laughs> just getting on. So I feel like, man, he. From from what I hear so far, and then and then once again, the story probably a lot of shit's gonna change. Is that man? He, you know, if you post your address on social media, you can only expect a motherfucker to. At least, at least ride by the shit. <laughs> at least ride by that motherfucker. Yeah. And you a twenty year old nigga? Yeah, they think you pee with Right. They think I'm twenty. I'm thirty years old. You know what I'm saying? If I was living that life and I was like, oh shit, yeah, let me go holla at this. Like, come on, man, this yeah, little young ass sweet. nigga. Yeah. yeah, I'm thirty years old, yeah. and you posting you know, 50, 70 k online, and I'm I need thinking, that. Yeah, I'm coming to the. I'm coming to you, my nigga, and they would have no idea that it was me. So, point blank, period, is. Say that that had a lot to do with it. Say it comes out that, okay, yeah, it was, it was somebody that saw it on this thing, whether it was his boys or not. And if it was his boys, that, that shit doesn't surprise me either. Because when you're young, just like as we know, if, if we, you know, the people that's listening to this, if they older, the, a lot of the friends that you have when you're young, you're not going to have when you get older. Yep. They not because you realize they, they ain't truly friends. The niggas at 20 might not be there at 30. Right. The, the, a lot of them yeah. not gonna be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, this is gonna be a select few that are, but it's like, yo, you gotta be more careful, bro. Definitely. Point blank. Um, If there's one thing I wanna take from this situation and uh, I guess venture off into is uh, one thing I wanna take from this situation and venture off to is um. Yeah, take responsibility on your social media, man. Uh, I know a lot of us ain't got that level of clout, and he was just getting on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we post shit, and, you know, us local motherfuckers and our fake to thousand to $2,000 chains, and our, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Our, <laughs> our uh, fucking, you know, bullshit to $30,000 vehicles we right. own, and... Right. Our $200,000 cribs we just purchased and shit. Even in those moments, man, watch who the fuck you posting to. Because at minimum, at minimum, all these niggas is going to do is try to find something negative to say about what the fuck you just posted. They might not type it in your comment section, but they thinking it. Um, And they might be talking to somebody else about it. Yeah. Those niggas could be plotting. You never know who's plotting on you, man. Never. I see, and then real quick, I'm gonna speak on that. I see, I see, like people on IG, like you said, because that's. I feel like IG, Facebook, they like the two biggest platforms because they are owned by the same company. Yeah. But uh, Twitter's for readers. Who? Twitter is for readers. Yeah, it is yeah. indeed. For, uh, Facebook and Instagram is for the visual people. Mm-hmm. Um. But. You want, I'm saying, I don't even, I forgot what I was about to say, but you want there. Facebook and IG, the most popular brands, why you posting there? Yeah, I think it's pretty much like, man, just watch what you post. Watch yeah. every Everybody pays attention to it. Like, everybody pays attention to it. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I done, I, done paid, I done looked at some of my homies who, you know, stunting or whatever, and I'm like, damn, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Uh, 
And I could only imagine that if they were close to somebody that was hating on them, yeah, they gonna look at them as an opportunity. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why I don't post too much on that motherfucker. Cause I'm like, yo, I don't want, I don't, I don't want y'all niggas to know where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. I'm, we're not friends. If I don't call you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hit you up like Rob, what you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you seeing what I'm doing. I I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna post that shit. Yeah. At all. You know That's what I'm saying? Hove mentality. You know what I'm saying? Nigga ain't gotta post it. Not saying I'm I'm up there, but I'm saying, look, why why am I posting it? Why am I showing off? Risk. It's, yeah, why? Running risk. Running why running risk. Somebody gonna pull up like, oh, this this that's what he got. That's what he got right here. Like, no. They always say that. It's like the flat, just like fucking in Frank Lucas with his uh his cousin, the one that was wearing all these big ass furs and buying all that motherfucking money. You flashing, bro. You bringing attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to want what you have and they don't have it and they have nothing to lose. They're crazy enough to take it from you. Boom. That simple. Watch what you do on socials. Now, I seen a crazy ass stat online, right? Mm-hmm. January, I mean December, mm-hmm. Juice World dies. I knew it was coming. I was thinking about the same thing. Let's go. January, mm-hmm. Kobe dies. Rest in peace, Bean. R.I.P. to the GOAT. Yes, sir. I can't be that fake. R.I.P. to one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Man, real quick before we go there, he might arguably be the GOAT because... <sighs> Uh, he didn't have the same contenders. And look, I'm not I'm not one of these sports people where you I'ma give you hella details like somebody else would and it's gonna like, you know, make sense to give you all these different kind of stats. But uh, the bean even Michael Jordan himself said the only person yeah. that would give him any competition that he feared that could truly beat him one on one is Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's why he was helping him on his way out. Exactly. Now let me ask he, you this. He didn't even say LeBron. He said no. He said I'm gonna be, I, if I'm not mistaken, he said he would beat LeBron every single time. Yeah, one on one he could. Yeah, he would beat LeBron. Him. If it, it depends on me, if it's back and forth, I don't know. But if it's make it take it, LeBron will never get the ball. Right. And that's game. Boom. Um, now let me ask you this: as far as the Kobe Goat conversation, just real quick. Okay. Will Drake ever surpass Jay Z? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I don't care what he does. He can do everything perfect from here to the day he dies. Will he ever pass Jay-Z to you? My heart is telling me no. And that's why I say Kobe can never be the GOAT. Right there. Right. I don't care what he did. He came first. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you wouldn't have something to... Measure, the building blocks. Right. You wouldn't have a measure of... Jay-Z is the benchmark of hip-hop. Of greatness. Of greatness. Of, of, of hip-hop excellence. Yes. Um, Michael Jordan is the benchmark of basketball excellence. Yes. You have to have some measure to stand on, a foundation, in order to compare yes. every, everybody else by. And now, to motivate them to chase something. Right. Right. So... Theoretically, can never. They 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 will never. You know, especially. Yeah, theoretically, no. But off feeling, sure. Yeah. Off feeling emotions, sure. And they might actually deserve to be considered called to go. But 
because of what it takes to be considered a goat, the greatest of all time. Yeah, he was the Michael Jordan was the first and only like best player of all time. You know, just like Hove is, you know, boom, 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 the best hip hop mogul of all time. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's gonna take somebody else to surpass it. And then once again, I, I get where you're coming from. That is a very good point. It's like, oh, will there ever be another Michael Jackson? No. Mm-hmm. Will there ever be another Michael Jordan? No. Mm-hmm. Because the game has been redesigned. You can, it's so hard to compare past to pre- present. And here's another thing. We've literally seen carbon copies of the people you name. Literally. There's a Chris Brown walking around. Right. There's a Kobe Bryant walking around. Right. There's a fucking LeBron fucking James, James walking, walking around. around. And they could, no matter what they do, they will never, never, ever be what those motherfuckers were. Because they was just the first to the party. Right. Solid. Straight like that. I agree. Now, back to your original, uh, what you yeah. were talking about. Juice World, December. The Bean, January. Pop Smoke, February. Who's next? Great question, sir. Who the fuck is next? And what the chi- fuck is going on? I kind of got chills when you said that. Um, because I looked at you and I'm like, yo, I was literally just thinking this shit. Like, yo. Now, obviously. Oh, and then let's say what? Before that, there was Nip, of course. But, you know, I think that came out. When did Nip pass away? April of 19. April. Golly, it seems it like it felt was like fucking yesterday. eight years ago, it but it feels feel like, like yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, it's like damn, like because I'm still listening to his music. You know what I'm saying? We listen to Racks in the Middle once a week, once every couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Shout out to Roddy Rich. Still got the number. He really left us with a gift with that song, right? With the fucking whole album. Yeah, that album was truly a like it's a classic. But the album was out while he was alive, right? And Rex in the Middle was out while he, he was, was alive. alive. But yeah. it was like his parting gift. I felt like right because that just based off that one song alone, I could just see what his potential was for the next two to five years. Man, he was gonna take. He was gonna take. He was gonna it, fuck it, the game up. He bro. was gonna fuck the game. We talking about? Oh, is there gonna be another hope? He was the only. He was about to go there. He was. He was about to go there. And that's where a lot of conspiracies, I heard, I heard some conspiracies saying that, uh, yeah, Hove and his can't recognize this shit. Maybe, you know, they had something to do. I'm not going to go and delve into that. I'm just saying, yeah. I consider everything. You know what I'm saying? I do. I look at everything. Everything. You everything. can't, you can't, you can't stand on nothing, but you can definitely view everything. Every point. Exactly. Exactly. And you're, I ain't going to say you're stupid if not, but you're crazy if you don't consider, consider. Exactly. Exactly. Cause that just means the thing that you could be not considering could truly could be, be the, the one thing. thing that's that's true, and it's like we all try to turn a blind, a blind eye to the reality, the harsh realities that we that we don't want to face. Like, oh, maybe Jay Z did this. Now, this is hypothetical as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Hove has something to do with it. We don't want to think about that. But once again, you got to consider all options. Yeah. Point blank. Period. Who's next? Who is next? And I'm not trying to pick, play a game and pin something on somebody, but I'm gonna say this real quick before beforehand. It's like I don't know what happens with all these white people. Like you know what I'm saying? White people they cool. They all right, whatever. These I feel like there's not too many uh, important 
white celebrities that are passing. But then again, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Juice World lived a he lived a life in which yeah, your your life expectancy is shorter than everybody's. Yeah. Um, Nipsey lived a life in which his life expectancy it he was, was all the same. Crip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your shit gonna be lower than everybody. So that conspiracy, I kind of shut down. Like, damn, what's these white people ain't dying like that? You know what I'm saying? We got these figures that we look up to that's dying like a motherfucker. And on top of that, white people aren't considered entertainment anymore. They're not. When have they been? Yeah. I mean, they had the movie game on. They had Hollywood on lock in the 90s. Yeah. But it slowly but surely faded away. Yeah, we about, over to, the, we about to have the entertainment industry on lock. Wait till Idris Elba will come the next uh, 007. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to happen. They said they're not going to get to him. They're too inconspicuous. I mean, it would be too obvious. Now, I heard a joke on that. They were saying, uh, oh, yeah, it'd be cool to let Idris Elba be uh, Bond 007. But the whole thing about James Bond was he's supposed to blend in everywhere he goes. So how the fuck could Idris Elba be James Bond in the middle of an Australian party where it's 99% white? The right director could make that shit happen. Yeah. And then, you know, another thing is with, with that... Daniel Craig, the most recent James Bond. He's, you know, they actually got a James Bond release later. I was going to talk about movies later, but fucking, we already on it. Yeah. Um, Daniel Craig. Nobody knew who the fuck he was prior to. I don't know who the fuck that is now. That's exactly. I know he, I know his face, but I never knew his name. Uh, Sean Connery. Like yeah, a, a lot of these, him. a lot of these 007s, they got their start as 007. Yep. So. Um, there's, a, there's a term called typecasting is where when somebody plays a specific role, if they play something different, you're like, ah, they don't really fit that role because you're so used to seeing them in that original role that they play. Idris Elba has been in fucking everything. That's how they do these rappers. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I agree with you that it, it doesn't seem likely that Idris will get it. Yeah. It would be great. And I'm sure the whole world can see how he would be a great bond. But for the brand of 007, then, you know what I'm saying, to actually continue that legacy, yeah. he might not be the one. Eventually, I feel like, you know, if, if, you know, shit, get Tyler Perry Studios and all these people involved. Oh, James you know, Bond in Africa. Say what? James Bond in Africa. You know how that, mm, that you know how many people, how many white Americans would boycott that shit? Not see that shit. Not oh, see that shit. Oh, it would really come down to us. They might go to Africa and fuck that goddamn movie set <laughs> up, nigga. You know what I mean? Bond is really like the last thing they got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's like the last exclusive club mm-hmm. they got that we really can't go bitching about. And we still trying to take still it. Still trying to take <laughs> that shit. It's a matter of time, man. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah. Um, closing out the segment. I really oh, didn't want you to, huh? You ain't never say who you think is next. That's what I was about to get to. Okay, um, okay. I really don't want to throw a name on who I think is next. Um, I'm just questioning. Do you really think is like? Do you really see a on the cusp or big time rapper dying every thirty to sixty days for the rest of this year? Because now we got a problem. Something's not adding up. Right, with the street, with the pattern that's going on right now. Uh, but who's died? Like, it's really only been three. Cause Kobe is not, a, you know, a rapper. Even though Kobe black did a entertainer, but, that's all okay, it is. Black, black entertainer. Inter- and my thing is, where I'm going with it is, 
I feel like these things are creating six to 24 hour distractions for something to squeeze by under the radar every time. Six to 24 hour distractions is all they need. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck they getting by under our nose, but that's all these shits create is six to 24 hour windows from black people on social media because we are the nosy motherfuckers that will come pinpoint and figure some shit out. Right. So, right. do you see a pattern of black entertainers dying over a course of 30 to 60 days for the rest of the year? Yes. As hard as that, that sounds, yes. Um, 30 days, maybe not quite. 60, I definitely see that. Because every 30 to 60, shit, way more frequently than that, there's some shit that this government is trying to fly under our noses. But they can do it and then only when it's necessary, okay, we need this huge distraction so nobody gives a fuck about what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kobe affected the fucking world, man. Yes. Nipsey affected America. Yes. Um, Juice World affected like some of the young people. The youth. Exactly. So he took the youth. White, black, mixed. He took the youth. Them. They right. was hurt. Right. I seen it. And so it's like uh, it's targeting even Triple X. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Same field. Both Same field. It's but uh, it, and the thing is, it's like oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Born identity and all supremacy, all that kind of shit. This, you'll see where I'm going is that the government has people. Every government has designated people that literally are assassins. Mm. Whether they fit in or not, they got motherfucking assassins. If if our police departments in America can cover up shit, yep. then what makes you think that our government <laughs> can't cover up some big shit. Exactly. Niggas still don't know what happened with Sandra Bland. Mm -hmm. Niggas still don't know what happened with a lot of things. And they, these niggas is getting off. Yes. And that's what that's that that's why like what we said earlier, you're crazy to not consider other things. If your eye, if your third eye isn't open enough to know that it's not just what you see on face value, mm -hmm. that there's always something under the surface. Then they let you see what they want, want to let you, you see. see. Exactly. Yep. But it's up to us. It's up to you as a person to really read between the lines. Dig a little bit deeper. Or, you know, you can continue to remain blissful and ignorant. Now, I'm going to close this out. Mm -hmm. My dad told me one time. I'll never forget this. My dad. I don't speak too much about my dad on this podcast. But my dad told me one time. The government is obligated to tell you what exactly happens. Uh, after a certain amount of time, they have to tell you something that they, some fuck shit they did. Mm -hmm. He said his theory, was, and I was a little fucking kid when he told me this. He said his theory was on it is that they tell you exactly what has happened in the past through these movies. Mm -hmm. Yes. They have to report this shit. And I feel like they tell you also, beforehand, what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. Just like what's that movie? I know this is gonna be far fetched to a lot of people. That movie with Tom Cruise, uh, where it was like the future and the No he, Sky. No, uh, it was the future and uh, Minority Report. Ah, I never watched none of them. It was a great movie though, where basically how they, you know, they could predict 
what people were going to do mm-hmm. and to predict like if they were going to commit a crime and then they would lock them up before they committed the crime. Oh, damn. Right, right, damn. right. So there was like a crime-free world. Damn. Right, 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 right. And I feel like, you know... Um, Based off world, what? Microchips? Uh, mind microchip, reading? Technology. Just okay. technology in general. Where you no, was it based in? Definitely not mind reading. Huh? Where you was it based in? I forgot. Futuristic or present? Futuristic. Okay. All right, futuristic. Ahead. But still like present, modern day, futuristic. But anyways, um, I feel like that's kind of foreshadowing. Now, I, I, that might be a little bit far far left, but it's just like how we have predictive analytics now. Yeah. I was trying to, t- like how it can pick up uh, a lot of shit that we can do before we do it. Uh, like oh, if I'm talking about a Samsung TV and then all of a sudden I go on Instagram and boom, there's an advertisement for Samsung TVs. I didn't type that shit into my phone. It heard me. It heard me yep. do everything. So just like how that movie Minority Report, and I know people are like, man, that shit ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, nigga, wait and see. It's only 2020. We got a lot more to go. Imagine what it's going to be like in 2080, 20 motherfucker. 2050. 2080. 30 years from now. Imagine what it's going to be like in, in the year 3000. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's only 80 years away. The people, mm-hmm. this motherfucker that's born today that's going to see that shit happening later. So... I do agree. I say that, yeah, the movies not only foreshadow and predict what's going to happen, but, yeah, they also tell us what the fuck is happening. And whether that's the government doing it, meh. I can't wait to see what the fuck this world will look like by year 3000. 3000. God damn. I wish I could be around to see that shit. Shit. But we might be. Yeah. I was just talking with somebody today about how they... Um, the stem cell research that now not not even research is stem cell action is that they're able to produce a heart mm. now they just like did something off of stem cells like you ain't got to they ain't got to take they take stem cells bro and create a pumping blood pumping fucking heart heart which valve is, yes no not a heart valve nigga the whole heart mm. the whole thing is alive and working well. I think I've seen it. And, and it, it was doing it on its own yeah, too. I yeah. seen it. It had no connections to no, it. No, and it's flesh. Nigga. Yeah, it's yeah. like a real heart. And I seen that shit, yeah. And um I'm thinking that's that's good and bad because okay, boom. Oh, you making a heart. Next thing they're gonna make is a fucking human. They got clones out here, bro. Hell yeah. There's technology out here, like come on man. There's they, they, we've 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 been in contact with other motherfucking uh, Bro, it's we're not alone. Other bro. worlds. We're not alone. We're not alone. Like this government is really powerful and the thing is, they can't tell us too much, otherwise it, everything's gonna be chaotic. It's cause fuck. a panic. It's gonna cause a panic attack. Yeah. They need order. Everybody not ready for that shit. Right. Everybody but if they not. can do that with the hearts, nigga, they gonna start to make people, and um, that's a good and bad thing because now, oh, if they can make a heart, oh, that that decreases the wait list on people who need a kidney or who need a heart transplant or something like that. It decreases. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, all they gotta do is make it. It's gonna take this amount of time, and they'll be good. And then they ain't got to worry about it, uh, you know, being O positive or whatever, but uh, B, A, B positive, negative, right. and all that kind of shit. They just make what's needed. So, yeah, man, the year 3000. Gonna be wild. Right. I they hope might we, bring one of us back. I hope they, Right. <laughs> right. Niggas they might, might be, be able to bring us back. back. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Nigga, they got virtual reality where they're allowing people to talk to their dead kids right now. 
Bro, this this is all. What's that movie? Black Mirror or what's that show? Yeah, Black Mirror. Bro, this Mirror. is all this crazy shit happening, bro. Might be what they showing. They showing us this, this shit the right there. Cause that's some weird ass shit, shit on that show, bro. And tell me that shit, bro. I feel like, man, boy. You seen all the episodes? Nah, hell no. Nah. Okay. I had to stop watching that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got Netflix on. All right, oh, damn. Closing out on Pop Smoke. What Anything you want to say? Uh, rest in peace to the man. You know, I remember... Rest uh, in peace to the kid. He was 20. To the kid, bro. This nigga wasn't even kid. legally able to drink. drink. bro. That's what I said earlier. He wasn't even And he wasn't even legally able to smoke uh, nicotine products. Yeah. He wasn't... Like, Damn. now, because they, they changed the shit Pushed to 21. Yep. He wasn't even... He couldn't even buy motherfucking Cigarette. cigars legally, yeah. bro. That's Damn. crazy to me, man. R.I.P. to R. the R. kid. R.I.P. to the kid. Um... And we spoke on something before on the previous podcast, well, the Nip podcast, when uh, Nip passed. And I was like, man, if Uzi died, you know, it wouldn't have nearly the same effect. And um, truly, it doesn't. It doesn't have the same effect. But at the same time, it's a black man that's no longer here. Yep. And, uh, and in this era where it's like, it's space for everything. It's space for everything. It ain't like... Oh, I'm so sick of this nigga. Get him out of here. Right. It's just fucked up that he had to go. Right. It's space for everybody to do everything they want to do. And then when niggas go like that, that's yes. you know, that's 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 hard for for anybody to deal with. So RIP to pop. Yeah. You was on your way, dog. Your shit will live forever. Maybe in the year 3000 we'll bring your ass back. <laughs> Welcome to the party. <laughs> uh you want to get into the fuck boys or you want to get into your boy boy? Who my boy boy? The goat, the young goat, on his way up. We just talked about him. Actor. And you know what I was about to say? <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Hell no. So there's two young actors right now, two young black actors that I feel have the potential to become the. And all the black people out here don't don't crucify me. The Tom Cruises, mm-hmm. or you know the Johnny Depp's, uh, the, or the, the George Clooney's. You know what I'm saying? Let's face it, because like we was talking about, white people had the shit before. Yeah, yeah. So it's we, our time, right? We had to. They were the benchmarks, low key. You know what I'm saying? It just know, crawled so these niggas could walk. Boom. Will crawled so these niggas could walk. Boom. <laughs> you say Will? Mm-hmm. Smith. Will Smith. It's what Denzel crawl for, for these, these niggas, niggas to, to walk. walk, and I feel like the two men right now that can that have the potential to be the next, the hugest stars on the silver screen. Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan and Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith fucking Stan is it Stanfield or Stanford? I think it's Stanfield, but I could be wrong. But niggas know who we talking about. The nigga off ATL. The nigga uh, off of uh, uh, Get Out. Mm-hmm. Everybody know that performance on Get Out. Like Damn, he, he was on Get, Get Out. I forgot about that Bruh, shit. That performance, his small role in there was so powerful. When he switched. And he had that. Yeah, that was like, oh my God. Bruh, I will never forget that. That moment, like... That moment was more profound to me than a lot of other moments in that movie. You know what I'm saying? There's like five moments in that movie where the big nigga was running, the lady, mm-hmm. and there was like a couple of things that really stood out. 
that was something that stood out. His performance was immaculate. His performance in um in Atlanta with uh you know what I'm saying with Childish Gambino, Donald Glover mm -hmm. is always great. It's like he really embodies whatever character and why I like him so much is that he's so versatile. I feel like he could play a villain. He yeah. could play a lover boy, which I'm sure he's doing in that movie, The Photograph with Issa Rae. Yeah. Um, he could play a fucking junkie. He could play a hippie. <laughs> he can. He could play a genius. Like I really feel like Lakeith, more more so than um than um than Michael B. Jordan, will probably be you know what I'm saying one of the hardest and like most successful black actors of our era. I think if he keeps this going, it looks like it's setting up to be commercial versus underground between them two. Michael B will be commercial, commercial. as fuck, as a pop right. culture, all that bullshit. And Lakeith will represent us, mm -hmm. the niggas. But not to discredit Mike. I'm not a fan of Michael B. Jordan. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to say this. Um, Fruitvale Station was mm -hmm. probably my favorite movie by him. And that and was I, the introduction to yeah, it. Yeah, and I feel like that was truly his best performance out of all the movies I've seen. Now, I've seen, I, uh, I was watching Just Mercy, that movie uh, where it was Jamie Foxx in there. It was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played the lawyer trying yeah, to get yeah, his yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, um, He's a good actor. He, there's no doubt about the fact that this man has talent and skill. Mm -hmm. But there's like... So there's, there's taught skill and then there's natural skill and talent. It ain't believable. Right. He can't he, sell yeah, it. Yeah, he can't sell everything he does. He can't sell no, it. But Lakeith, and that's what makes Lakeith stay. He exactly. sells it every exactly. time. Exactly. Every fucking time. Exactly. Now, I hit you the other day on some random shit. Mm -hmm. I send you a link to this movie. Mm -hmm. And this movie is about a year and a half to two years old. Great movie, by the way. Amazing movie. It was called... What's the name uh, of it? Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother Sorry you. Sorry to fucking bother you. Ooh. One of the greatest movies I've seen in a very long time. Danny Glover was in that bitch too. Yes, he yeah. was. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, Another goat. I never understood <clears throat> why that movie didn't get the love <laughs> when it released. It's like it just dropped and then it just it was literally dropped because it was underground. Yeah, and only and not only because they, all right. So look, boom, just like Harriet and all this kind of shit. They showing us movies like commercial. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is in uh, Just Mercy. Commercial mm -hmm. is fuck. It's it's about it's about black people, you know, in our come up and all this kind of shit. He did the exact same opposite. He ain't he not going with you know those typical roles like oh let me be the black man that. That uh saves another black man mm -hmm. and all this kind of shit. He ain't doing mm -hmm. that shit. He playing those one-off roles like oh mm -hmm. he taking chances. Chances. He is taking chances. He's a chance to look at the nigga like he you know he ain't you know what I'm saying he not gonna be Michael Jordan is it's a cookie cutter man. Yeah. He cookie yeah. cutter. He yes. he fits the fucking mold. He's right. pop. He's pop. Yeah. He's pop as pop opposed coach. to underground. Boom. Um. Why didn't that movie take? Why didn't that movie take off? Too many hidden messages. Boom. Too many, many fucking hidden messages. That's what right. I was going with. Right. It came out and it dropped and it literally dropped. Nipsey, I'm sorry. You, you gonna see my correlation with that? Yeah. All I gotta say is the word, and I know you understand. Yeah. 
They tried, I don't know if they tried to bury the man, but they damn sure turned their back to him. Uh, this movie came out, it's called Sorry to Bother You. This movie was about a broke black man who was, uh, like a lot of us in our mid to late 20s, still trying to figure it out. Uh, feel like we behind the ball, but in reality, when you look at your peers, you right there with them. Right. Um, he was behind the ball, felt like he needed to find a job. Uh, the way he got that job was even amazing. The nigga showed up to the interview with trophies that he had just made the night before and shit. Mm -hmm. um, Resourceful like a lot of niggas are. Yeah, and the shit, he got the job because the dude caught him in a lie and just said that he appreciated his yeah. initiative he right. took to try to get the job. Right. So, boom, boom, bam, he gets to this job. He hits the floor. He's a uh, you know, base entry-level marketer. He's trying to sell... And he comes across this character that's played by Danny Glover. Right. Danny Glover teaches him how to put on his ultra white voice. Right. Not the voice we talk in. Mm -hmm. Which he said we uh me niggas like me and you, we speak with uh uh proper Will Smith voices. Right. It's not white, but it's a proper black man. Right. Um so he teaches. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, dude, like and Will, nigga. like when you think, I think about that every time I hear Will talk. I'm like, yo, he's a nigga, mm -hmm. but he talks to the extent. And honestly, man, let's just keep going because he talks to the extent where like white people are okay. Yeah, with it him. makes them comfortable. They, they're comfortable. They're not they're intimidated right, or threatened. Yeah. yeah, even though they know like oh, yeah, that's a black man that's talking. A black man yeah. talking, right? So he gives him game that you know, hey. You can come off as this proper black dude, but you need to come off as a white man who, when he hangs his phone up, he's going to go on lunch break, hop in his Ferrari, and life is okay. Right. Life is great. Life is above fucking average. Right. Um, once Lakeith uh, gets the game on that and figured it out, he became a master marketer. Right. To the point where they upgraded him to the next floor, which was... Um, Big time marketers where motherfuckers was selling, you know, military equipment, mm -hmm. uh, technology, all type of shit. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I am gonna tell the whole movie. I ain't gonna say I'm not gonna. I'm telling the whole movie. Fuck it. Fuck it. So, uh, Lakeith gets on. He, you know, beast at the bottom entry level, gets to the next level, beast at the top level, and he meets this billionaire who, uh, gives him an offer he can't refuse. Um, so he goes to this party one night, and um, I'm skipping a lot of shit. Like, it's a lot of progressive right. uh, fucking black plight type of shit oh, all yeah. in this movie, oh, yeah. man. All throughout. And, um, you know, the main thing that I'm trying to get to was he went to this party, and this white man offered him a deal he can't refuse. And, like, that night he discovered some wild shit in this billionaire's house that, nigga, none of us... Never seen in our lifetime, and I truly believe some shit like that is about to happen anyway. What was it? I forgot. I haven't seen the movie in a minute. Oh, let me keep going. Then. So he gets to this house. White man, what's up? oh, white man gives him some uh, powder to snort, or what Lakeith thinks is powder. Mm. So he's like, you know, he goes in there with his mentor, and his mentor is telling him, "Hey, do what you got to do to make this shit happen." Mm -hmm. tonight. So Lakeith snorts the powder. Lakeith goes to the bathroom to take a piss. Lakeith walks in the bathroom and uh, he went, actually ended up going into the wrong room mm -hmm. in, in the billionaire's house. Mm -hmm. In this uh, room was a bathroom. So he walks into this room. He hears a man crying for help. Mm -hmm. The man is crying for help in a stall. 
So when Lakeith opens the door for the man, falls out, is a fucking half man, half oh, horse. Oh, half, half man, horse. half horse. I knew it was something like that, yeah. Lakeith panics, he runs out, he leaves everything, um, runs back into the room to the billionaire. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Da 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 And the white man breaks it down to him. Hey bruh, uh factory workers are no more. I've created these half human, half horses that can work uh, at a 50% greater rate than a human. Does not need a break, does not need et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, What the fuck? Don't need a break, they can go all day. Oh, I know what happened at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then he he creates, he tells him like, bro, we created this new race. Oh, I remember now. Yeah. This movie is hard. I'm telling you. Yeah, he came back. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "Oh, fucking all this shit up!" Right, 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 right. So them, uh, he they create this race. He tell him, I created this race. Um, and and even in the movie, he told him, he said, "Bro, I want you to turn into a horse, and I want you to be the Martin Luther King of these horses, this horse race. I want you to lead this race into the fucking blind." You know what I'm saying? Oh, who directed this movie? Do you know? I just I don't fucking know. We need bro. to find out. It's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Other movies that that person directed, but yeah, go ahead. Um, so Keith tells him he needs to go home and think about it. Da 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 da, etc. etc. Um, the next day, Lakeith is looking for his phone. He goes to his bitch's house. He thinks he's turning into this horse. The whole night, the billionaire's convincing him the shit he snorted. Turned him into the horse. It's going to make him That's what the keep is thinking. But the white man told him it's just coke. You know, this is just pure Peruvian. We had a party. We had right. fun. Right. Chill. You know, because right. there was a whole five minute scene where this nigga was panicking. He think he snorted that shit. And, oh, I'm, oh I'm leaving. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm leaving out an important detail. though. It's, it's resonating so deep within my soul right I'm now. telling you. So the man offers him. He says, yo. I need you to lead this race into just blindness, pure blindness, to go to work and become regular civilians and just follow the protocol of the world. And if you do that for three to five years, at the end of your five years, I have the fucking uh, 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 serotonin. How how the fuck do you say that shit? Uh, The fucking, I don't know. The shit that, I forget. Serum. Serum, I guess. But the shit that'll turn you back into who you are. Yeah. So if you do all that, at the end of it, I'll give you a hundred million dollars. Lakeith says, I need to go home and think about it. He goes home, he wakes up the next day looking for his cell phone. So then he goes to his ex house to try to, you know, see if she see any changes in him. Cause the craziest shit about him is these motherfuckers got horse dicks. So he was basing it off of did his dick grow? Overnight. That's all he was basing it off of. That he was transitioning into a horse. Uh, then my dick grow. So he went to yeah. He went to his bitch crew. He was like, "Yo, you notice a difference in my shit?" She was like, "Nah, but I got a message from you last night. I didn't open. They opened up the shit, and it's the horses that picked his phone up when he panicked in the bathroom, and they they plead him for help. Like, yo, come get me. We, right. we fucked up. Da 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 da. By the end of it, man, that shit was just crazy. Um, he ended up, I think, actually start. He turned into he a turned horse into a horse and, and then started the, the revolution. Yeah, and he tried to expose the shit, and nobody cared. Right, even that the shit was going on. But by the end of the movie, he turned into a horse, and he came back to kill the dude. By the end of the movie, but yeah, 
Lakeith is one of the greatest actors just for one. That movie was amazing, nigga. Yeah. I stayed up late on a work night to watch that shit. Um, do you see anybody taking a chance on a movie like that? And why was he so suppressed? That movie should have got an Oscar or something. You know why he didn't get an Oscar. Because of all the subliminal messages that were in it. Um, just, just again, talking to the Michael B. Jordan shit, they love seeing niggas in the role of uh, not necessarily docile, you know, the slave role. The role they love seeing shit where they feel like they are yeah, more dominate, dominant than us. Yeah, they're dominating us, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and where they have the power. Oh, yeah, that movie's going to be publicized like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Keep that thought. Just like when they talk about putting Harriet Tubman on a motherfucking $20 bill. That's the dumbest shit ever. It's like you keep reminding motherfuckers of how, of how you how you treated us. How yeah. inferior you, you think we were or we still are. Mm-hmm. Boom. Lakeith's movie was the exact opposite. Kind of what I spoke before. It's like a nigga saying, oh man, fuck this shit. It's like, oh, me catching on to what's going on mm-hmm. and me trying to take action. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A little Malcolm instead of Martin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Supposed to be in all peaceful and shit, man. Fuck this shit. Let's fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the subliminal messages that were in it. That's why I say who directed it because... Uh, what's his name? The Key and Peel, whichever one of the motherfuckers has been directing all these shits lately. Yeah. Um, Get out and us yeah, and all that. Yeah, been having some very good messages within it. If you can read between the lines and know that it's more than just a movie, it's a message. And I was thinking, damn, who fucking directed that shit? Because whoever directed it had a purpose. And a it, black it, man by the name of Boots Riley. You know, it's a black man with some shit like that. Um, Look at this nigga. Tell me the revolution won't be televised. Wow. He definitely looked like he come from the BPP, the Black Panther Party. Yes. <laughs> Tele- the, uh, ooh, the revolution will not be televised. Boy, damn, you said that shit perfect. <laughs> um, I forgot. That's a song. Uh, damn, my dad put me on that. There's a song, that's where everybody got it from. The revolution will not be televised. Yeah. It's an old song with a nigga with a fro. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, I wish I could think of it. I got my phone down right now, so. But um, yeah. other than that, man, I just wanted to bring up, man, we got to support this black king, man. He he is uh, another thing. The greatness of him is, bro, I... I'm watching this nigga act and I'm seeing myself in this nigga. Juice World. I'm seeing myself in this man. Oh, I just thought about something horrible. He was the. What? Go ahead, throw it out there. Yeah, because if he becomes that, he got Target, boy. Juice World. Nip. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said that, man. I didn't mean to say Juice World. I wouldn't even really, say it, but just like when niggas dying. Yeah. Like he. We talk about niggas being next. I think they'll take the people out around him before they take him out. Because he's a different type of case. He'll know to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, don't make yeah. no more movies, nigga. Yeah. 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 You think about talking to this director, boy. Mm. Your house getting fucked up. Yeah. Lakeith Stanfield's house just caught on fire on <laughs> Channel 9 News. Uh, Yeah, man. I just want to close out that I got my money on Lakeith, bro. Like, the rest of you niggas, pack it up this 10 years. I don't just know other black niggas that could, I feel like that's even close to where he's at right now. Michael Jordan. Michael, I mean, him. Michael B. Jordan. Don, oh! Don uh, Glover. 
Donald Glover, no, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. The, uh, the nigga, the other nigga that played in Get Out. Yeah. The dark, the actual main character. Yeah, the big I, black nigga. Yeah, the dark skin. He played in a uh, 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 Wakanda. He played in yeah, Wakanda. Black shit. Yeah, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, played yeah. in another movie. He played a fucking gangster. And mm. that shit was dope. He like, man, I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm really feeling this, man. He, he played a good gangster. Um, but yeah, so I guess like this, this like a good little collection. It is. I'm telling you, like Hollywood is taking right over. Now. There's a good collection now. We talking about it. I'm gonna tell you what's that's the missing a, that's link. Five people right yeah, there. the missing link is Tyler Perry getting behind these niggas. Do niggas want to get behind Tyler Perry? Is that's I'm the saying. question. I mean, I, that's the yeah, issue. I'm gonna be honest. I've never watched a full Medea movie. That's the thing. He gotta get the fuck out of that. Uh, really? Money shit, but he needs that shit to keep the lights on. He can't make underground movies like this. Facts. He can't make movies like Facts. this. And I think that's what niggas fail to realize is like, oh, he making this shit so he can make money. Yeah. And then he gonna make the 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 shit that he really wanna make. Um, it's but or he's opened this place up to allow everybody else to make what the fuck they wanna, they wanna make. make. Yeah. Pay me a little cut for giving you this opportunity. Yeah. Word. Um, that's all I wanted to speak on, Lakeith, man. Um, one of my last... Oh, damn, we didn't even get into the fuckboyness. Mm. This is the main subject right fuck here. Fuckboy, fuckboy, yeah, that's me. It's a long-ass episode. Oh, uh, you want to take a break? Let's do it. All right. Check, check. I don't got a heart, but fuck it, I'm paid. Let AP the body. All right. We back from an extended break. Can't remember the last time we took a break in the middle of the podcast, but the last time we did it, the shit was fire. And this motherfucker is fire. So, I wanted to end the podcast on talking about um, fuckboyness. Oh, shit. My fuckboyness. Um, I'm done leading women on, man. Woo! <laughs> I'm retired. Man, I'm out the game. So what you gonna do now? Um, I'm just I'm just gonna be straightforward. I think I've I've reached that level. Word. Straightforward. I'm like my true, 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 genuine intentions. And if you ain't with it, fuck it. Word. Um, I'm coming off of back to back situations where women wanted relationships. Mm-hmm. And the shit is getting old already. Every woman I've dealt with in the last year, not year, everyone I've dealt with in the last seven to eight months has resulted in a woman wanting a relationship. Before this, I didn't have women that wanted relationships. I don't know what the fuck has changed, what the fuck has happened, why the fuck this is going on? I used to just drop dick and go on about my day. Um, what the fuck is going on with women in 2020? Is it what's going on with them or what's going on with you? I'm mean, just keep it real, just from man to man perspective. I mean, I can I can speak about maybe what's going on with women that like some things that's been perpetuated to, you know, lead women to be how they are now or lead men to be how they are now but really with just that scenario that you described I'm thinking something happened with you from 2018 19 to 2020 
to where they're flocking. You know what I mean? So let me flip the script. What's new with you? This is shit I should have asked in the beginning. What's, what's good? I already know you done upgraded on the vehicular situation. My man out here. A car know? can't do this, man. A car can't make a woman fall in love. Let me tell you what it is, man. Uh, first and foremost, who? It's a real topic. Let me watch my words. But, it, okay, car can't make a woman fall in love, but it can make a woman fall in lust. And you know what I'm saying? Make them, excuse me, want to say, oh, yeah. Open up. Yeah. Open know? up for me to take over. Or put on that front that, oh, yeah, I am falling for you. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, I think you got to think about all cases. Worst case scenario, best case scenario. Best case scenario, she like you for you. Eh. You know what I'm saying? Once again, it's 2020. Uh, but then again, they do. Or she like you for what you got or your potential. Or, you know, you got to okay. like peak people's motives. So the first situation, I cut my leg, right? Mm-hmm. I cut my fucking leg at work. Mm-hmm. Using a saw. Saw cut me open. Uh, about a good two and a half inch cut mm-hmm. on the side of my leg. Mm-hmm. Bye. Um, I go to urgent care, meet this nurse. Mm. I go through about three or four sessions with this nurse. Fourth session with this nurse, she tells me how she feels about me. <laughs> she knows it's my last day there. They're finna clear me. This is the last time she's gonna see me. She shoots her fucking shot at me. Mm-hmm. I get the number, lock it in, we link up. Everything is lovey-dovey. Uh, pull up first night. Everything is amazing. Everything. Uh, life goes on. We Days turn into weeks. Weeks turn into months. Six months later, I'm damn near in an unofficial relationship. Especially on her side of the ball. Mm. Uh, around December, she's in too deep. It's in too deep. Mm. I don't know if that's what caused her to be in love. Literally. It being in too deep. Or as it was me. Or if it was the car. But going into the new year. I let her know like yo. I can't do this no more. (laughs) It's too much. It's too much. I got to get back to focus on me. me. And focusing on my podcast. Focusing on what got me to this moment. Before I met you. Boom, she accepts that. Life goes on, life is cool. Okay. I text her here and there. She texts me here and there. We both care about each other. I ain't no savage ass nigga. Mm-hmm. I care to see the girl be happy. I care to see her live and, and go find a nigga that truly love her. Mm-hmm. Advice, ladies. Mm-hmm. True advice. Get you a lame nigga and mm-hmm. build him up. Stop trying to turn me into your fucking Superman. Right. I'm not that. We tried to tell you from the beginning. <laughs> I'm not that. <laughs> I'm just a good dude with amazing personality. You're going to love me. Everybody love me. Um, may I interject and just say. Go ahead. That everything. Like if I could speak the same. Like verbatim. <laughs> what you just said. Yes. Is how I feel. 100. Ladies. Percent. Get you a lame nigga and build him up. That was me 10 years ago. No, all the shit you done said. Yes. Like, about this, about everything. It's, that's been me. 
and everything that you be saying, boom. It's like, on point like a motherfucker. I tell, like, I wish my cousins would fucking listen. Go get you a lame ass, truck driving ass, 400 pound ass mm. nigga. And build him up. Build him up. He going far left on the defense. <laughs> build him up, man. Stop going for these Mr. Perfect. some Steve Harvey. Act like a lady, think like a man Bruh, type shit. Because I'm tired of it. I'm but so, tired. no, would you want to do that? But think about it. Would what? you want to go get, ooh, ooh. And I got to be like. If I'm tired of being way. hard, bro. No, but would you want to, you would go get with a 400 pound. Look, now no shade to any, you know what I'm saying, a person that's, you know, of that. Big ball. Yeah. You feel me? I tried to come political, but <laughs> big ball. That That's the nicest you can be about it. Big ball. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Some of the uh, like the the thicker ladies that I've been with, like the big ones, mm-hmm. like straight up big. You know what I'm saying? I got love for everybody. Sexy big mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to show the nigga mad love. Mm-hmm. And they will. And it's like, damn, receive that, give it back. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna come back in the long run. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do it dirty being. The other Jones that, you know what I'm saying, obviously, everybody getting at them on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They not, you know what I'm saying, it's like, they're not going to receive you. It's like, uh, yeah, show me more. But at the same time, I'm going to be like, show me more because now I know what more is. Because I don't, you know what I'm saying, it's all, life is a process of like getting to know really what works best for you. Yes. And people get caught up on the whole aspect of... <clears throat> Oh, he did this, he did that, she did this, she did that. Eventually, it's like process of elimination where you're going to find right. where it's that person. Everybody's going to do some some wrong wrong things or some things that's not going, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to that match where you know, like, all right, the, the chances of them doing that is slim to none. And then the chances of when they do that, that we work it out is like 100%. Mm-hmm. Then... You know what I'm saying? Take that sacrifice. But I feel like in our age, mm-hmm. like our, you know, our era is taking us longer to figure that out than it than it took before. Figure um, exactly what out. I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna really elaborate on my words. It's it's not necessarily figured out because I feel like back then, in the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, before all this technology. Before the internet. Yeah. Boom. Before the internet. We were limited, yeah, to see you know yeah. what our opportunities and our chances. You were. had to date the girl right. up you the street. You had up the street. You had uh, to, you know, to at least next state. You know what I'm saying? Something. You know what I'm saying? Now, what? Like, like, think about it. Like, what? You had to be famous to meet that nigga out in L.A. Yeah. Now you just got to show enough ass. And, and it didn't go for the same thing on a men's perspective, too. Like, I don't, I don't, it's just I can speak on it because this is, you know, boom. Like, or I mean, on a woman's perspective. Where, yeah. you know, it's like men that's doing the same thing that, that women are doing. Yeah. yeah, it's vice versa. But um, it's just so much more easily accessible now. Definitely. You can go, that, Bro. that's why I pop smoke. You know what I'm saying? You, you go post your shit on media, now everybody can find you. Mm-hmm. You do some shit like that. Oh, you out there in the world. Mm-hmm. You the world make to a see. choice, yeah, for the world to see everything you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that go that go back to I'm gonna bring it back up to like some Twitter and shit. Like, cause I'm not active on social. 
I feel like I would like to be, but then again, you know, I gotta find my my groove. Your niche. Yeah, my niche, my groove, like just just how I wanna be on it. And I, I'm not pressed. Yeah. But that always reminds me of like when I saw Hove. Hove got on Twitter for like like less than a year, like six months or something. And he was I think one of his last he, tweets was like, I can't figure this shit out. I'm done, like uh something. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. It's just like, yo, everything you put out there, that's that's like you you're advertising yourself. Yes. You're advertising yourself. And I feel like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, uh Jeff Bezos, these niggas don't have to advertise themselves. It's like they've are they at that point now. They established. They established. Mm-hmm. Boom. Thank you. They established. They ain't got no point to do it. But it's like now a lot of people feel like that's what they have to do. Yeah. And it's it, it it's uh, effective for some people. It definitely is. But just like fame, it's just like the NBA, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's these niggas that's popping on Instagram. They not they still ain't made no movies yet, though. Yeah. And it's coming to the age where we can't. Just like Diddy said in the baby video, he was like, y'all going to be bigger than us. Yeah. Uh, I forgot... Do the back. No, that's not the same song. I forgot. It's one of the new uh, songs, but he was like, y'all gonna be bigger than us. It's like they have opportunities that Diddy and them didn't. Yeah. Just imagine if Diddy was Diddy when the fucking internet and fucking phones and shit was out, bro. Bro, yeah. Biggie was Biggie and Pop. He was on the world yeah, right now. Yeah. That nigga would sign a nigga in every continent and own the world yeah. right now, bro. Right. But then there's going to be another benchmark that we're going to consider to be the great that's yeah. going to do all that, that's going to start all that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm, I believe. Yeah. Now, my fuckboyness, um, I never realized until my new thing I met how easy it is to hurt women. Oh, man. <clears throat> how fucking easy it is to hurt a woman. I realized that shit a long time ago, but please. I am a child of a single black woman who is considered successful in America. A single black woman who clears in six figures for a very long time. I was raised by. Um, Seeing her in clutch moments where it felt like she didn't need a nigga. And she would pull shit off. Really created a soft spot in my heart for black women in particular. Mm -hmm. And how I treat black women. Mm -hmm. But overall, just women, period. Um, After this new relationship with the lady I met at the urgent care. And shout out to you. You know who you are. I doubt you got this far in the podcast. Um, If she did, she liked your ass. Oh, she loves me. Oh man, she loves that me. word is so strong. It is, man, and that's another thing. So powerful. Oh, uh, I meet a new thing going into the new year. I literally met this girl. Hold on, bro. I'm about to fuck this shit all up. Go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Bear with me, but you're gonna like this. Did you ever tell her you loved her? Never. I don't tell her nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, yeah, 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 yeah. The first, I'm talking about the one that the the one the new one. No, 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 no. The nurse. Yes. Yes. On multiple occasions. Once. One time. Once. And I didn't even say I love you. I said I feel like I love you. Ooh. Yeah. And how long y'all was dating for what? How long? 
we was fucking talking from like May to December. When would you? So you would never truly consider. See, this is something that niggas don't want to go into. Oh, I'm going Look, in. Look, was you the whole time you was talking to her from May to December? Did you fuck any other bitches? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. And y'all, okay, then y'all wasn't exclusively that. Then I then fuck it. it. The whole situation seemed fake to me. I felt like she was fucking niggas. I was fucking bitches. You got niggas. Exactly. And I got bitches. Exactly. Right. But she never kept it 100 about that shit. And I think what really would have solidified it and drew us together is she would have just kept it 100. See, that's what it is. They can't keep it 100. We be thinking, like, if there's anything for me where I think, oh, something about this just ain't right. And you remember that one episode we had where I edited at the front of it. I said, or you said, or we had a back and forth and we was like, uh... It's a gut feeling about if it's solid. But not, <laughs> if right. it's not, if you don't feel like it's right. solid, it's just not, it's not solid. solid. It's I not solid. That. And I always kept that in the back of my head throughout this whole situation wow. with her. It never felt solid. Mm-hmm. Everything else felt 100. But at the end of the day, the overall feeling was it's not solid. Something ain't that's right. right. And if you can't put your motherfucking finger on that's 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 kind of just walk away, walk away, walk. Because that's the best thing to do without. Because you're gonna live, you're gonna you're gonna fucking be, you're gonna fucking sleep in fucking insecurities. You're gonna sleep in fucking say something untrustworthy. Like you just, it's just a waste of time. I don't care how much you like this girl, how much you care for this girl, how much you want to see this girl be the best version of herself and. Go do great shit in life. If you can't trust that motherfucker, you wasting time, bro. And vice versa. Yeah. They can't trust you. If you she tra- oh, she, man. I had her wrapped around my finger, bro. Everything I asked she would do. And still, I couldn't trust her. And I had to let her go. So, boom. Now, once again, I'm going to flip the script. Do you think the reason that you could not trust her is because of the shit that you were doing? My crew chief said that at work. My crew chief said because if you think if you have no <laughs> no inkling that she is doing something, it's hints, small hints, so small then, hints. So now we got to speak to those hints. Your crew chief said it. So what? What was the response? What's going on? He said. Same shit you said. He said projecting your the same on. projecting the insecurities and the shit that you doing. That's all you doing is projecting that shit on her. Uh, uh what's it called? Hit dog gonna holler. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever, bro. But I always felt like she was doing some dirt shit behind my back. She's talking to her ex. She's linking up with some nigga. Something bro, is going on. Look, I came to the realization that it's. Just like they say, don't put nothing past nobody. Nothing past nobody. Don't put nothing past no woman exactly. or man. <clears throat> and we in the age twenty twenty. I know this shit sounds like, oh, I know I got trust issues. Mm-hmm. And but it's not necessarily just trust issues because it's like, yeah, I know I'm doing, but it's like regardless, boom, boom, boom. Like it's the reality mm-hmm. of it. 
It's like the re. I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. Why be some old optimistic? Oh, my bitch is never exactly. doing anything. Exactly. Never at any time. I'm exactly. like, oh, I got the perfect woman in the motherfucking world. Mm-hmm. All right, nigga. You getting played like multiple times a day, boy. Stupid. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so I'm just like, yeah, like yeah, I, I don't fault you in that. And I really forgot where I was going with it, but it's like, um, yeah, it's 2020, um, and knowing every women ain't talking to just one man, bro. Bro, you work. These women go out, they work, they do all this, and then you know what I'm saying. They, she had they to go out to the grocery store, they do this and that. You think that they don't run into somebody? You know, and somebody doing? that they think is attractive, and you know what I'm saying, and I think that then they gonna be like, oh, but what about you? Don't feel strong enough about your love and this and that. No, I'm a realist about human beings. Exactly. I'm a realist about human. You can have the strongest love in the motherfucking world, and you still would take a dick. I'm still gonna put my dick in something else. It yep. just, it, it's, it's like it's gonna happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> thirty years. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh, thirty. You can last 30 years and not cheat, but then 30 years later, oh. 30 years and a day. day. <laughs> 30 years and a day later. And oh, I just decided that I'm going to do this. Slip and fall on some dick. Boom. <laughs> Straight like that. So then what happened? That's what I'm saying. You got to think about the reality. And that's why it's like the whole dynamics of family and everything is going. It's like. Like old fashioned, that's like you know what I'm saying. This we sound. I'm, I know I sound like a broken record and some old heads, but it's like an old head. But the the longer you know, the generations just keep getting different, and as we say, worse. You know, they worse and worse, worse and worse. Like you know what I'm saying. It's it's a harsh reality to say the word worse. Like oh, the people that you, but that shit getting more and more liberal. Should I say yes? Black like, women have adapted to the bullshit we do. They're not sitting at home crying playing Mary J. Blige no more. Right. They're not. That's why Mary J. Blige ain't popping no more. <laughs> exactly. They're not. It's they're, a new day and age. They're so. telling these motherfuckers, if you like it, you should have put a fucking ring on it. Mm. Straight like that. Too late. Mm. <laughs> Straight like that. And that's how it used to be. Yeah. They're trying to bring us back. Yo, listen to this man right mm. now. This nigga just, he just opened my eyes. It's like, yeah, that's what they trying to do. It's like, yo, we just need to handle it and be like, all right, you mind, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Let's take back over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, you want that, let's do that. Oh, you, who you think you fucking with? No. No. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll let you slide. Yep. This, but you still mine. Yep. Fuck that shit. When we go out in public, it's me, you holding my hand. <laughs> you feel me? Just on some old, like... 40s, 50s, 60s shit. You feel me? Bruh. Damn, that's crazy. You put it like that. Bruh. They like, yo, alright, nigga. You do it. If not, somebody else will. Yeah, and that's yeah. the shit we used to say. Think you're lonely now. So, December comes. Oh, shit. I break shit off. I go into the new year. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm fucking breaking. I'm focused on this podcast. I'm regenerating everything. Mm-hmm. My mindset going into 2020 is mm-hmm. me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Let's take this podcast to the next step. Right. I meet literally this chick on December 31st. Mm-hmm. Literally. New Year's Eve. That was our first date. 
first fucking date, New Year's Eve. You meet her on New Year's and you take her out on New Year's. Yeah, okay. I linked. I mean, I messaged her probably a couple of days before, but we go on a date, New Year's Eve. What's, what what site, bro? What, what? Facebook. Okay. Facebook. Dang, I do not be on that bitch. Man, bro, that's where you get the local talent. Mm, I'm missing out. So, I take her out. Amazing night. One of my greatest dates I've ever been on. Just lovely. Everything was perfect. From the moment we talk, we click everything right. Perfect. Uh, you know, I'm not going to detail. I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's listening to this podcast. I don't know if she got it this far, but I know she's going to listen to this episode. So I'm not going to throw everything out mm. there. So, you know, I check everything off the board, if you know what I mean. Smart, man. I check everything off the board first night. Um, yes, sir. I'm fucking with this chick heavy, pulling up to a crib, staying at night. Hopping up at 5 a.m. to run home and grab my work clothes and shit. Oh, man. It's like that. It's like that. Fucking, I get into a conversation with her yesterday. So, what is it, February 19th? So, we literally been in each other's faces for 40, 50 days. Mm. 40, 50 days going on now. She finally hits me with the, uh, what are we? Where are we going? Nigga, you look like fucking Neo right now. Uh, <laughs> Neo Ball, huh? Neo yeah. from the Matrix. Oh, Neo from the, I was about to say, yo, Neo Ball. Like, <laughs> yo, take it, I got You look like the one right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, so, fucking, uh, she hits me with the what are we today. This happened today. Fresh. Ah, fresh. Um, she said she talked to her sister. Everything she told her sister about me came back to the conclusion that I'm not gonna commit to her. And I'm in my fucking head like, God damn this fucking cock blocker. This motherfucker is fucking up a good thing. But she's right. Right. So, mm-hmm. next day come, she pressure all this shit in my face. And I had this moment of realization, bro. I'm done leading these women on. I'm about to. I'm about. I gotta stop and say something. You just said something important. The word commit. I can't. I don't know a single man in my entire life mm-hmm. who is truly committed to one woman. I've never met one man. That I can say, like, oh, they might say, oh, yeah, they, I don't know them, though. Mm-hmm. But of the motherfuckers that I know, the people, the men that I know, black and white, that I feel like, no. Even I met a white couple when I lived in Lake Norman. They were, like, 60-something. They just thought I was their black grandson. Uh- and um, she was cheating on him. What? 60-something years old. And he knew. But he was, like, then he found out, and it was like, all right cool and he was doing his thing but he wasn't really doing he was hurt because his legs was fucked up mm. so he was like really hurt but uh you know he still said he had his little thing going on but i'm like eh. yeah can't nobody ain't nobody really like like this is not something that just came about yeah 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 like she being comfortable me? with that Like, shit. even if we think about, like, honestly, on some, if you want to go biblical, God created all the shit. 
there was fucking Satan who wanted to go against the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Commit to the motherfucker. Like, commit. Like, to commit. That's like, that's strong. Like, to say that you're not going to ever do that one act where to say, like, that act of, you know, having intercourse with somebody, it might be something that you are familiar with doing. And so that's hard to ask compared to somebody who has sex like twice, three, five, ten times a year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> three to five, ten, ten times a year. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's just like the reality of it. Or just somebody like, I mean, it's just like all these triggers. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't really hold it against somebody for that. And I think when it becomes like intentional... Then it's like, all right, like, I don't know, man. That's that's a tough subject. That's a tough subject. But um, I just think ain't no ain't nobody. I can't even say ain't nobody. Um, ain't nobody committed. You don't think that? Man, it's just like it's getting less and less. I just feel like. Frequent, less and less strong. Like, people not committing like they used to, bro. There's been married women of my age that I follow, that follow me. Yeah. That then reached out to me. Let's smash. Hmm. Bitch, you did. Married, bro. Straight like that. You did if I catch you. Getting married, married, this and that. Bro. Women with boyfriends already. That's why I don't be having none of that shit. I'm like, Bitch, oh, you did. You're a dead. You like dead. straight up. You, I'm I not mean, playing with you. You I, wanted that, you should have fucking left me. Through life and death, is that what they say? Death to death do his part. Man, bitch, you die, I'm not. Uh, what? No, man, I ain't dog. Die, no, I take that back, bitch. You don't feel me. Both and the crazy <laughs> shit is both these. <laughs> both these women told me like, dog. If you want something else, let me know. They don't really want to know that shit. Yeah, but they want to know. Yeah. Break it off. Break it off and move on. So I always respected that, even though I had some other shit. But my. <laughs> My thing is, as the man, if you don't, if you want something else, go get it. But let me know. Don't have me looking crazy. Mm. Don't have me shaking hands with a nigga you in bed with. Mm. Cause you gonna lose your life behind that. See, would you be really ready for a bitch to let you know? Yeah. I feel like I would too, cause I'd be like, I right, bet. I don't but, got a heart, but fuck it, I'm paid. These bitches don't like they. I mean, saying women don't think how we think. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying we are like we 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 are the same race, human race, whatever. But like we're different species within it. Like I don't know whatever fuck I'm trying to say, but you know, we're I mean? not different species, but like we're different. You know what I'm saying? Like because if if. We different. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got dick, she got pussy. We're different. Bro, that's the crazy, the, the anatomy of females. <laughs> like, how they attach to a nigga. How, mm-hmm. And let me get back to this story. How this woman just attached to me and fell in love with me. Like, oh, man. Bro. I feel like I know where this is going. Bro, she hit me with the what are we earlier today. Not even the what are we. It was... Nigga, are you gonna ever commit to me down the road? No. And the way she just painted the picture, it was just like, I can't keep stringing this girl along, man. Right. I can't. I can't. I, she got too good of a heart. I can't. 
I had to let her go. And at the end of the conversation, huh? At the end of the conversation, I just had to let her know, like, yo, this not what you think it, it is. is it's not. It's not. Uh-uh. I, I damn near borderline love you, but this is not what you think it, it is. is. <laughs> like, I'm just, so... I'm still 20 at heart. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yo, it's, uh, you know, quiet right so now. So, I just, man. At the end of the day, man, I just honestly, some people gonna take it as cockiness. Some people gonna take it as maturity. Some people just gonna take it as me being me. But I'm, I'm done leading these women on, bro. I don't care if she's the baddest bitch in the world and I'm trying to fuck in that night. I'm done leading these women on, dog. It's so fucking, it, it hurts me to know that they think it's more than what it is. Them shades is you too. So, with my fuckboyness, I just honestly wanna, I know you listening, I wanna apologize. I'm done. I'm Hey. Yeah. I'm out the game, man. I'm, I'm done misleading women. I just want one perfect bitch to put my seeds in, man. And I'm just... She ain't even gotta have a fat ass. Just, I just want one perfect bitch, bro. One. Just one. You know. One. And I think that's the issue is that I always been searching for the perfect bitch. Mm. And I never settled. Never settled. Mm. Never settled, but I never told these women my intentions. And I'm done. I'm so tired of that last conversation. I literally wasted an hour to two hours today that I could have went to the gym and been over here podcasting with you by 6 p.m. Just because I had to sit there and have that back and forth with her for an hour. I'm done. That's it. And that's all I want to speak on about my fuckboyness. Well, I think a lot of us can fucking relate. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest, like, it's crazy. Because we really just uh, linked on a humbug. If, 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 I'm, if reality is telling me what I think. This is what I'm saying. But it's so crazy how we are on the same page. Like, literally the same exact thing happened to me. And I think, you know what I'm saying, homies hang out with each other, you know what I'm saying? Birds of a feather flock, flock together. together. Exactly. Straight up. We birds. Same exact thing, man. I'm fucking eagle out here. <laughs> Something. I'm a falcon, nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck them shit's dead. Yes. But we out here. And, uh, yeah, same thing happened, man. And it's, it's, uh, like, literally the same words. I'm thinking, like, yeah, you got to take it or leave it. Try to tell you. And I hate for it to come off so cocky. I I, I do too. But it is, is what it is. It is. Like, it yo. Is. Because we know then what point we was talking about this earlier. Why should we waste breath? Yes. And and, and say and that's why I kinda, you know what I'm saying, I respect Shorty, my recent Shorty, she was just like, so just tell me, like, if you breaking up with me, just tell me. Yeah. And I was like, alright, you know, I'm still and I still put it off. 
Mm. Still put it off. And then I told her, like, a couple hours later. What was the most hurt a woman ever made you? What was the stinger? Ooh. What was the stinger that turned you into Future Junior? <laughs> <laughs> what was the stinger? And if you need me to tell the story first, I will. Turn me into Future Junior. Fuck it, I'll do it while you think. Go ahead. I met this girl when I was 20. Mm. So, I, 10 years ago. A decade ago. A decade ago. A decade ago. Let's go. I enrolled at CP. I remember this shit like yesterday. And she might be the one to this day. Still. I met this girl at CP. I walk in the class. Literally the class is full. But this one seat. I go sit down. I'm fucking struggling at Spanish. This girl think this shit is so funny that I can't get shit right in class. Her peoples go out of town one weekend. I come over there to get help with my Spanish. I end up knocking that shit the fuck down. Boom, boom, boom. All right. I fell in love. Yeah. I was the clingy bitch. Oh. Yes. I wanted everything with this girl. Mm. Now, I'm going to make this quick. Around that time... I was still a, a, a young nigga thinking I can do better. Mm-hmm. I was 18. Uh, Did you, know, you just say that you still think that you can do better though? Always. Right, okay. So That's yeah. life. I'm a competitor. Right. I can always do better. Mamba. I can always get better than yesterday. Mamba mentality. Yes. R.I.P. Young nigga, 18. So, I fucking do some savage shit, some plan B type shit. Where, um, you know, she tells me she takes it and, you know, I give her the money for it, but I gave her the money on some passive aggressive shit. And she was, she was a smart little girl, smart little girl. And she picked up on the vibes and she ain't like the, how the, the way I gave her the money and shit, like my attitude. I felt like I was getting played and shit. Like out of $50 at 18, I'm childish and shit. It's $50. So I give it a $50 on some here, bitch, type shit. Right. And that was the last time we talked. Next time we link up, it's like a year, two years later. I'm like 20. She on her shit. She finished her CP shit. She at UNCC now. She chasing that veterinarian shit. She finna, not veterinary, pediatrician shit. She trying to be a doctor to kids. I had fell off, nigga. Fucking Obama is paying me $200 a week to be on unemployment. I'm just bullshitting and going through like best time of my life, not to mention. Okay. Um, not doing nothing, not challenging myself, not try- trying to take no next steps in life. She clearly sees that. Um, at this point, I'm just a fucking servant. I pull up at 11 o'clock to serve dick and I got to be out of her room before 7 a.m. You know what I'm saying? Um, so at this point, I fell falling for her, man. Was a, you was a certified dick appointment, like <laughs> straight up. Use me, right? Um, that so, should be the worst. You be like, damn, she just. Oh uh, man, I remember the first time. I was like, oh, is it is the first time? Okay, I can. Yeah, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh my <laughs> god. Because I felt this. I was like, damn. That's all I was like. That's all yes. you wanted. 
Yes, but I'm, you I'm young. Name. I'm young. I don't yes. even realize this shit. I don't even realize this shit. At 20, I see all this shit she got going for herself. I fall for her. I'm super clingy, nigga. I'm trying to see her every night. I'm trying to feed her. I'm trying to fuck her. I'm trying to nourish her. I'm trying to fucking let us with this pediatrician. I'm trying to make her future about us. And this bitch was literally the female future, bruh. Literally. She dogged me the fuck out. How though? Uh, how? Now you done got way too deep in this motherfucker not to let niggas know how she dogged your ass out. We gotta feel this hurt with you, sir. Uh, hurt Come people on. hurt people. She misled me. Mm. Hurt people hurt people. Mm. She misled me. Mm. So I'm thinking house, car, dog, kids, all that shit. Meanwhile, Ooh, future tripping. <laughs> I'm in my Ooh. fucking mama house making $200 a week off Obama. Shout out Obama, nigga. That was the greatest time of my life. Yeah. $200 a week to sit on my ass for two years. Yeah. I couldn't take advantage of that, but, you know, shout out Obama still. <laughs> um... You know, one night she finally just spills everything out. Like, yo, I can't do this. You, you, you too much. I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, you see oh, me. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. nigga threw up the motherfucking... Oh, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, she, she, she fucking hits me with the, you know, uh, too much, you too clingy, da-da-da-da-da. And, bruh, now this some exclusive shit. And I know if this, not if, when this podcast blows, this is going to come back on me. Bruh, I was fucking hurt. I remember that night that shit happened. 12 p.m., I get my fucking dog. And I can't take my mind off it so badly, I took my dog and walked the neighborhood at midnight. I took a walk at midnight with my dog around the neighborhood. Thinking about this bitch. i never forget. It was this homeless dude at my neighborhood pool. I don't know what the fuck he was high off of. But this nigga was at the neighborhood pool singing uh, Beyonce. (laughs) I'm so in love with you at the top of his lungs at midnight. Bruh, that shit hit me like a ton of bricks, bruh. Ain't it crazy how the universe works? Bruh. I never seen that nigga before or after that. This nigga was literally at my pool. I'm walking with my dog, 20 years old, midnight. R.I.P. Pops me, he died at 20. 20 years old, walking my dog at midnight, walk past this nigga, he got his headphones on. Baby, I love you. You are my... All that shit, and that shit hit me, dog. And that was the hurtest I ever been. And that shit turned me into Future Junior. That shit fucked up my trust for a lifetime. Mm. So again, I ask you, what was the situation that turned you into future junior? Ooh. Gold, nigga. We going for it. This about to be this about to be platinum. Yeah. I'm giving I might be giving people too much. 
I just gave them the whole, like, I'm going to get exposed for this. Uh, I'm about to get hella exposed. They going to use this on me for a lifetime. Uh, you might have to you might have to cut this shit. I'm not cutting hey, look, shit no, out. look. I might have to treat you like motherfucking uh, Proctor. You know what I'm saying? Hold that shit on the motherfucking, uh, you feel me? Little flash drive. Just this little part. Keep that shit. Filter it. I'm not editing nothing. You better filter it. I just Damn. gave them 100% raw. Alright. Why I am who I am today. I'm about to filter the fuck out of it then. Go ahead. I've always been like this. And not to even say that, it's because, man, I don't witness, I'm going to just say from like people that's close to me, horrible shit. Like, I ain't going to say horrible shit, but you know what I'm saying? Like deceptive shit. Yeah. So I've always been privy to like, oh, this is not what it is to like to be. I feel like ever since I knew that Santa Claus wasn't real and my uncles didn't put me on like, oh, all this shit not real. And I see everybody else that's hypnotized by the shit. Yeah. I'm like, eh, this shit ain't necessarily what it seemed to be. But yet it's still when I get into a relationship with somebody when I'm putting my dick in them and, you know, we, we fucking this shit. It's a whole different story. It's like, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I feel for you differently. And, you know, your thoughts can get misconstrued in that whole love shit, but always in the back of my mind, I know that people are people, bruh. They gonna commit some, commit. Just like you can try to commit to a person, you can commit a fucking crime. You can commit some, some, you know, whatever the fuck words I'm trying to think of. Yeah. But uh, the moment, I, damn. So really, with all that bullshit that I just said, what <laughs> to say is that I feel like I've always been like a little devious demon ass nigga, low key, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I knew what I had capable within me, so I'm like, whoa, I can't trust nobody. Knowing what I can do. How can I trust somebody else? Like, I would, like, I've deceived hella people before. Mm-hmm. Like, not to brag about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I don't really, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I deceived hella people. That's not nothing to fucking brag about. If I know what I can do, I just always felt like, that's why I say always. Now, uh, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What chick put it on you that even made you realize you was borderline stalker levels? That's different than love and heartbreak. What chick put it on you that made you borderline stalker levels? This could be when you young now. That's when you mostly at your stalker levels. When you young and you ain't learned to chill the fuck out. And play it cool. Damn. Because that's kind of what that chick was. She was the first one to really put it on me, dog. Bruh. I'm going to be real with you. I was kind of older, bro. <laughs> this shit crazy. Ooh. This shit probably like five, six years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, my bitch was like probably like 22, 21, something like that. And I was like, yo, you playing me? Like something, like something ain't right. Like what's going on? Yeah. I'm like, yo, even just it was like, is this an act? Like, is this like what? what like what's going on? Yeah. And I was just like, uh, it was starverish, but it was like, uh, yeah, bitch, I'm, I'm ready to pull up. Ah. You know what I'm saying? It's been, I, every nigga been doing all some shit. Like, oh yeah, I'm ready to pull up. It's like, ah, right, nah, don't do it, don't do it. Most of them it don't matter, but I was just like, whoa. But when they when they play you more than like when your mind get fucked up, cause it's like it was easy. Yeah. But it's like we okay, boom, 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 boom. Just like they be passionate, but then when they really fuck your mind up, when they got you like in the mind. Yeah. Just like how you got some of them in the mind, it's crazy. Now, <clears throat> closing up. Definitely closing out. I just want to close out on a, a high note. Kobe passed. Kobe being Bryant passed. I really haven't done my homework. But bro left behind a special gift for the athletes and the non-athletes. By the way of a drink. A drink by the name of Body Armor. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kobe Bryant for Body Armor. It is a coconut water based product that has all the essential vitamins and essential electrolytes that uh, pretty much help you recover or to keep you from cramping while you're in the process of doing the workouts. Have you tried Body Armor? I have. I enjoy it. I think now that you mention it, I might just go get one after this, especially <laughs> since you said recovery. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I drink Body Armor light. I don't drink the full sugar shit. Now nah, it's full of sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, Body Armor light, and it got the better flavors in Body Armor light. It's got like berry, fruit punch. I don't know why they don't do both sugar and non-sugar, but the non-sugar got the better flavors. Fruit punch, berry, peach, mango. Uh, fucking coconut, all that shit. Uh, shout out to Kobe. I just want to let you know that's an amazing drink. That shit is gonna be here for generations to come. The family is gonna eat off of that. I don't know how much investment you have tied into it, but I know it's one of your products. Uh, and I'ma just leave it at that. Anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Coronavirus. Yeah, y'all still eating Chinese food. Ooh. Hey. No, sir. I've not eaten Chinese food in five years. Word. I don't eat hey, that. That shit, I don't even know what's going on, bro. It's just like a lot of them got it. And I, think, you know, I know this is going to sound offensive and a lot of people are not going to like this shit, but I remember a video in Charlotte being captured of a man taking a dead deer off the side of a road in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, fucking driving off into the daylight with that motherfucker. I would never eat that shit. Never. Now. That Chinese man. 
Yes, sir. Or an Asian. Asian man. Asian man picked up a dead deer, put it in his trunk, and drove off. This was not in fucking California. This was not in South Carolina. This was not in Florida. This was not in New York. This was in Charlotte, motherfucking North Carolina. And ever since then, I'm good. I'm good, bro. I don't... I don't. I hate to come off like that. I hate to be racist. I hate. I'm, I'm not rolling the chance. This is my body we talking about. I'd rather go get a piece of fried chicken from the ghetto black nigger spot. Sorry. Where the fuck was you at? I was on Facebook. I seen this shit. Oh, well, I thought you actually saw it. Nah, nah. In person. Nah, nah, nah. I seen the nigga that tagged it, clicked on his page. It was the same man who shot the video. It's his shit. It was in Charlotte on the south side. On the side of the highway. Plus, on top of that, I'm seeing videos of fucking dogs and deers being dropped off at the back of fucking stores. And, like, bro, it's too much. And I hate to come off like that, but it's like, I see some shit like that, I just exclude myself from everything. Everything. You know, I'm good. I, I'll stay with my peanut butter sandwiches and my chicken sandwiches and and, and, and veggies and fruits. I'm, I'm good. I don't need the expensive cuisine and shit. When was the last time you had Chinese food? Mm, see, I was going to mention that. I'm over here talking about that shit. Um, I had that shit like the other day. <sighs> Twice. Like, like. It's good. Very good. Between like three or four times, yeah, like three or four days apart, twice. It's good and it's cheap. Yeah, but that was the first time in a long time. It was a buffet. What you got to speak on about Valentine's Day? Um, shit. What you do? I ain't even. What's up? Valentine's Day. What did I do? Did I even get up with something? When was Valentine's Day? Last Friday. Oh yeah, I got up with my bed. Um, who I'm gonna call as soon as this episode <laughs> to continue to mislead. True shit. True shit. <laughs> um, got up with her, dropped that A one, and uh, mm-hmm. went about my day. Yeah, that was a Valentine's Day gift. Definitely. Thanks. Uh, dick and pussy is definitely Valentine's Day gifts. Yeah. Uh, stop buying rings. Stop buying all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I would say shit. Flowers and a home cooked meal to do it. Word. Just her watching you cook. Now you gotta be sexy to pull it off. Now you can't be no fucking sloppy ass nigga in the kitchen. You gotta be sexy when you cook that dinner for her. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make it memorable. But yeah, I wouldn't go over the top of Valentine's Day. You got me fucked up. Definitely. It's all about <laughs> memories on Valentine's Day. It's not about over the top shit. And uh, I'm going to leave it at that. Anything else you want to say before we get up out of here? Because this is about a three-hour episode. It feel like it. <laughs> I, um, I feel amazing. Nigga. Hey, man. Check out the Charlotte scene, man. Uh, Rob, he doing what he doing. You already know. Drop the plug. Definitely, man. I'm in here with the one, Neo. Ready to motherfucking bend all the way back and shoot a nigga or some shit. Pow, pow, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that last one of y'all that made it this far. 
And I will see you next episode. This motherfucker was a beast. This is how you come back in the game, boy. We dropped 80 on their asses a piece and carried the team. 160. Name an NBA team drops in 160. Uh, All-Star. Nobody. 157. Fuck them. That's all I mean. Fuck them. Let's get it. We still beat them. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Even with them bullshit ass new rules. We out though. And that's gonna do it for episode 52. I'm bike. Send the Addy, we gonna slide. Uh, I appreciate every last one of y'all that made it this far in the episode. This is probably my longest episode ever. Um, I really can't guesstimate this time. I've been on such a long break. I can't even like look at the uh, amount of bars this episode took to make and assess it. But uh, let me get back into my rhythm and, and I'll definitely be able to guesstimate the minutes and shit. But uh, yeah, man, I appreciate every last one of y'all that got this far. Like I said... Uh, I had to take a little mental break, get my mental and my chicken back right on point, and uh, everything's all good, and I'm ready to take these next steps with y'all and grow with y'all, and uh, I appreciate every last one of y'all that uh, stayed patient and came right back around when your boy was ready to come back, and uh, yeah, man, you already know the next episode's gonna be more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Um, follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y And like always, like always, like always, baby Like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say I'm out <laughs>